It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. You are Locked On Big Ten Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to your Locked On Big Ten Football Podcast. He's Chris Landry. I'm Dave Hooker. Big time news from big time schools in the Big Ten. Michigan, Nebraska, Iowa, all a part of our big lead, Chris. Absolutely. Nebraska, of course, they've been waiting for some news on Dedrick Mills uh, with some academic situation. He's been cleared and admitted to Nebraska. He's a really good running back, 5'11", 215. He spent last season at Garden City Community College, but he needed a, you know, uh, a, some GPA work done um, to enroll at Nebraska after graduating from the junior college. Um, um, the former Georgia Tech back, and he was cleared to begin his Nebraska career. Um, so we'll, we'll see how this, uh, this figures out. Of course, they've had some issues with the, another player, Maurice Washington has had some other issues off the field, but, um, getting him cleared is something they've been working on and we've been following and we've been updating it, uh, in our college football notebooks at LandryFootball.com. You can hear the report that he has been cleared. Good news for the Huskers. So let's uh, also go to uh, Iowa, where redshirt sophomore defensive tackle Davion Nixon uh, reportedly removed himself uh, from the the thing that I know you don't (laughs) like at all, the transfer portal. Yeah, you know, we we like to, obviously, and we do this a lot in our notebooks on LandryFootball.com, we like to let people know that somebody's into the transfer portal, but it's almost kind of like, you know, well, they do, but it's, it's news, but it's not news. I guess it's... You know, it's news, and let's find out if it sticks. But in this case, uh, the redshirt sophomore, Davion Nixon, that's a pretty good defensive line that's shaping up for Iowa. Uh, he removed himself from the transfer portal after putting it in the portal in January. He's decided to stay with Iowa. They have, um, you know, uh, still uh, committed to keeping him on scholarship there. Um, he was a three-star JUCO guy last year. He didn't say much playing time because of some academic issues, but I think he can be effective in the reserve role and that's what they've kind of convinced him. And so he's on board with staying it. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. Also at Michigan, some other news, a redshirt sophomore, uh, Benjamin St. Just, uh, is transferred from Michigan to Minnesota. St. Just is a, a long angular corner, six, three, one ninety three played in three games as a freshman. Uh, he missed, um, and that's in 2017. He missed all last year with a hamstring injury. Um, he's out of medical retirement, uh, and he's got three years of eligibility left at Minnesota. So, uh, we'll see how this plays out for him. Uh, he enters the program as a graduate, so we'll see how, uh, he can help that secondary, which has got Antoine Winfield jr. We've doing some, got our, um, our complete roster analysis on Minnesota up on LandryFootball.com. And this secondary is 
actually a pretty good group. Not quite sure that Minnesota is where they need to be at the line of scrimmage, but from an athletic standpoint on the back end of the defense and certainly skill positions on offense, it's shaping up to be a pretty good team uh, uh, right now at, uh, at Minnesota. Let's go around the country a bit as we focus on Big Ten football and the Locked on Big Ten football podcast. But to keep you updated, well, what is happening in other places, uh, you've got some news from Oregon and Virginia Tech uh, and truly one of the longtime coordinators that is, is in college football didn't have his best year last year. No, and you talk, of course, talking about Virginia Tech and Bud Foster's defense that still um, cannot believe. It's one of those things where you look at film and you, you click it off and you think, did I just see what, what I saw, you know, to quote the, the famous Jack Buck, I can't believe what I just saw. I don't believe what I just saw is what he said. And that was Old Dominion running up and down on Virginia Tech's defense. And there's no doubt that the personnel is not what it needs to be. And it's certainly been disappointing to see the early stages of Justin Fuente. Uh, Bud Foster's been there 24 years at Virginia Tech. And statistically anyway, and I think you can – I can – cement that with what I've seen on film. It was as bad a defense as that I've ever seen out of a Virginia Tech Bud Foster defense in the last 24 years. Um, they allowed, you know, almost 450 yards of offense, 31 points a game. That is just not what you're used to seeing. Um, now, they've got some good young players that they feel like that are returning that are going to be better. Um, we'll see if they can make a move. The Coastal was not a juggernaut, but Virginia Tech's not doing much of anything. I, I would have, wouldn't have given anything to say that. See, I thought in-state that Bronco Mendenhall was a curious hire uh, at Virginia. He's actually done a better job to this point than Justin and the staff of Virginia Tech have done in Blacksburg. Now, with that said, they have a long-range vision. They've got stability built in, meaning they're not going to make snack judgments. But I think this year, Dave, they've got to start doing some things that are going to show signs that they're on the right track. And so I think it's a pivotal year that they start to show that in Blacksburg. I uh, also uh, wanted to mention, too, a guy that jumps out at me. Um, we've talked a little bit about Oregon, about a couple of guys in a couple of different podcasts about some of the skill position guys. But this shapes up to be a pretty good offensive line at Oregon. And uh, Panay Sewell, an offensive tackle, really liking a lot. He's 6'6", he's 345, he carries that weight well. Um, he played just six games at Oregon last year, but he played very well. And I'm curious to see how he develops going forward. Uh, he's a left tackle. I think he's one of the more gifted guys naturally. But as is alluded to, he's not played a lot of football. But this is this offensive line is going to be really good. He's a guy that I think we need to look out for in the 2021 NFL draft with a good season uh, and another good follow-up in 2020 for the Ducks. This has a chance to be really good. Now, Mario Cristobal does a really good job with the offensive line, and so this unit is going to be very successful. I think they have a lot of playmakers, but this offensive line is going to be pivotal in the run game and obviously in the pass game. Panay Sewell is a guy to watch for Oregon, left tackle for the Oregon Ducks. Coming up, a running back that's considering Alabama, Notre Dame, Oklahoma. And you might expect he's really good. A four-star 2020 running back will be in our recruiting report right after this. 
It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. You are Locked On Big Ten Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back. You're Locked On Big Ten Football Podcast. He's Chris Landry at LandryFootball.com. I'm Dave Hooker. Let's get to it. Chris Tyree, considering Alabama, uh, Notre Dame, Oklahoma. He's a running back, a four-star prospect. What do you know about him and where might he end up? Well, he's from Chester, Virginia. He is one of the better running backs in the country. He is a quick, speedy guy that's a playmaker with the ball in his hands. I think he can be very effective in the passing game as well. Uh, I think he does a great job making people miss onto the second level. Um, and barring an upset, uh, he's going to Notre Dame. Uh, it, it, there's, he's really not the typical Alabama recruit. Um, he can fit in some of the roles that some of the Oklahoma backs have, but for the most part, they like bigger backs, Notre Dame, a little bit more versatile. Um, I, I, that is where he is, uh, a strong lean and where I expect him to commit to, but a really special looking player. So again, a top 50, top 60 overall player in the 2020 class and a special, special running back. So, um, we'll see. This is another example, though. Chester, Virginia, Notre Dame recruits nationally, but this is where if you're a program like Virginia Tech that you've got to do a good job of keeping guys like that in state, um, and they've not been able to do it. And Virginia Tech historically, going back to the Kevin Jones guys and on throughout the years, they've gone ahead and gotten really good backs in recruiting, the four or five-star guys. But this guy apparently definitely not going to Virginia Tech, not staying in state. It looks like he's headed to South Bend. Let's get to the film room. Michigan safety Daxton Hill. Your thoughts and what he can do as a freshman this season. Well, he, to me, he, first of all, what a recruiting cycle for this young guy. If you remember, he committed to Michigan twice. He committed to Alabama in between, and he was <laughs> a big-time safety and, um, you know, he, I think he has the ability to make immediate impact. Um, it's off to a pretty good start. You know, you have a better read on these guys now that they've been they're enrolling early and not just looking at what they were coming out of high school. But he's really uh, a guy that is a good two-way safety. He's a big-time hitter, really has good range. He plays well in the box. He's got the ability to um, – stay on top of his landmarks and coverage and zone. He does a good job of staying on top of routes and man coverage. He's got really good agility, can turn well. Um, he's very, very productive against the run. I, I think he can have an immediate impact. Uh, if you look at Michigan right now, there's nobody that stands out at free safety for them. I think he's, he's got a chance to win this job. Uh, and if not win the starting job, you're going to see him as a big part of their package. So remember, Daxton Hill is one of your impact freshman guys. I talk a lot about guys who can be impact um, as freshmen, 
in our daily notebooks and in, in the college football notebooks at LandryFootball.com. But I'm highlighting some of our guys here because I think this guy has special qualities and he's a five-star guy. And as I mentioned, going to Michigan, going to Alabama, and backed out, uh, went back to Michigan uh, as uh, as the signing day approached. We uh, talked a lot uh, for those that are involved in recruiting uh, whatsoever about Adrian Martinez at Nebraska. Now heading into his sophomore season, certainly the skill set, as you could say about a lot of sophomores, it's just really about consistency at this point, isn't it? It has, it is, and it and it has been something that you're looking for. And again, second year in the program, Scott Frost. Um, you know, I thought they got better as the year went along, but I wouldn't say good. Um, and boy, if they have a whole bunch of transfers, I gotta, I gotta do the numbers. I, I'm not so sure that they haven't had more transfers leave out of there than anybody in the country. It seems like it anyway. But Adrian is a guy that's you know, become more and more of a leader. And Scott Frost has kind of put that on him. He's been the leader this spring in their, in their early summer workouts, uh, much like um, Joe Burrow's done at LSU, kind of taking the bull by the horns. He's tended to, to, to do this at, in Lincoln. I like his movement skills. I think he's got a good arm. I think he's a good dual threat quarterback. They've got to get more consistency out of the passing game. They got to stay on the field a little bit more. Um, for Nebraska to take a step, Adrian has to lead that step. Um, and I think he's capable of doing it from a leadership standpoint. I think he's got enough ability to be a good player at the next level, uh, 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 excuse me, at the college level. Uh, I don't see him necessarily as a next level guy, but I think this guy can be a really good college quarterback to this point. He's been a talented guy that's been a little inconsistent. All right, coming up, our scouting spotlight. You're listening to Locked On Big Ten Football Podcast. He's Chris Landry. I'm Dave Hooker. Stay tuned. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. You are Locked On Big Ten Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is time for your scouting spotlight on the Locked On Big Ten Football Podcast. We're going to Wisconsin. Quarterback Graham Mertz, a freshman who could make an immediate impact. We don't say that about quarterbacks a lot. What makes him stand out? Well, he is a very unusual guy in that Wisconsin normally has developmental guys. Occasionally they'll get a what we call a blue star you know, running back, maybe an offensive lineman like this year, Logan Brown out of Michigan. They went and got a, a really good one. He's a true freshman. Um, we know how they develop the offensive line. We know that they, they teach the running game extremely well. But they always have quarterbacks that are just what I would call the smart guy, the decision makers, um, the two three-star guys that they develop. Not Graham Mertz, uh, this kid from uh, Blue Valley North High School in Kansas. Uh, and this guy is uh, one that everybody wanted. Four, five-star guy, trending, polished pocket passer. So he fits the style of what they want as a pocket passer. 
but this guy is could have absolutely gone to we know Alabama but recruited a couple of guys and that's why he didn't go there but a guy like this is is somebody that everybody in the country wanted and so I'm very curious I we mentioned here on this podcast recently that the guy that's going to likely win the starting job at Wisconsin is Jack Dunn. Um, he's a veteran guy, um, and I think they usually go with the more experienced guy, and I expect Jack to win it. However, Dave, I wonder how long it takes before this guy with this unbelievable arm talent can maybe overtake him. Is it going to be a Clemson situation where Trevor Lawrence comes in for Kelly Bryant at some point. Um, we'll see. This is the quarterback of the future for Wisconsin. It's just when does the future start? He's 6'3". Um, I mean, he's going to be every bit of 220 pounds once he kind of fills out his frame. As I mentioned, a polished pocket passer, good, clean throwing motion mechanics, really good arm strength, can change speeds on his throw. Uh, he, he's very poised. Um, he, you know, to me, he didn't dominate on film, but you saw a precision like focus. So he's got some of that beyond his years type of play to him. Uh, I think this guy is a starter on a big time level. I mean, I'm talking could start anywhere in the country. And I think that bodes well for maybe getting Wisconsin back to where, you know, they can be maybe a little bit better than they have been. Because what has Wisconsin typically done? They overachieve on defense. They've been well-coached on defense, whether it's been, you know, Aranda now or, you know, um, you know what, they, what they do at this stage right now where they very well position, teach it very well, and then on offense, run the football behind a very good offensive line. Uh, I think the future bodes well. Get a couple of playmakers – for this young quarterback, maybe Wisconsin can take that next step, at least during the tenure of this guy. In short, Wisconsin doesn't get guys like this at that position. Uh, Graham Mertz is a guy to remember to see how quickly he can get into the lineup for the Badgers. There you go. That is your Locked On Big Ten football podcast. So we've got a lot of news in this one. We'll have a lot of news tomorrow. We'll talk to you. For Chris Landry of LandryFootball.com, I'm Dave Hooker. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.